Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Bitcoin Roundtable. This is episode 58. Vince here. I am here with Darren and Libby. Well, we'd like to thank you for coming back. We, we hope you enjoyed uh, last week's episode with Mint Dice, and uh, we look forward to following them in the near future. What's Bitcoin this week? It's over there. I don't know. Last time I checked was last week. It was at 35. Would it be funny if it was 80,000? <laughs> 3,800. Okay. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, maybe the bottom's in. I don't know. Bottom being somewhere around 34. Is that what you're thinking? Well, I don't know. I think it bottomed at like 32 or... Did it? Did it get that well, long? A month or two ago, yeah. Okay, yeah. Three months ago. But I mean, I you know, I don't... I kind of like the stability. My feeling is you don't really know the bottom's in until you start getting into the 7,000 area, I think. Right. Because there's a lot of resistance there, apparently. But if you kind of break through that, it kind of gives a fairly confident signal that the bottom is in. Well, I think everybody out there who's been reading the news is familiar with Quadriga. They were a online crypto site where you'd go on and buy your particular crypto. And your CEO lived in... Eastern Canada, is that correct? So anyway, he, he passed away suddenly while he was traveling in India and or all the money that Quadriga had was in a... He had all the codes for it. Nobody else did. So approximately $125 million is missing, gone, can't be found, can't be claimed, don't know where it is. A lot of speculation. Is that all it is? The money? I thought it was a lot more. Could be 145, but it's in and around 100 and change, I think. Speculation that's going on and people wondering how could that happen and why? Why would he not tell anybody? Why would he just let it go missing? Oh, I think it's a total scam, personally. But. You know, but they, you know, like we said, like they said they found his body. They said someone made sure it was him. Someone. Uh, sure, right? And you said he was cremated. So it's not... Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I just don't like talking about it because I don't... I haven't followed it enough. I just don't... Well, no, we followed it enough to at least, you know, mention it and bring it up. It's, My general uh, sense is it's a total fucking scam, but... Okay. But, you know, maybe not. I think a lot... I think a large part of it smells very fishy. But what kind of idiot would run a site and not, you know... I mean, I I heard he left 100000 to his dog... Or something. <laughs> or maybe 10th. I don't know. You know, he had a will made up a week before he died. Yes. So yeah. Yet he's the only guy that had the passcode to all the Bitcoin stored in the cold wallet for Quadriga CX in his laptop. Right. And he, knowing he was dying, he chose not to give anyone access to that. Didn't share the code. Yeah, no one yeah, else no, could get it. Like it. It's just so ludicrously stupid the only thing that makes sense to me is he's he just fucked off with the money i don't know something about it doesn't smell right and it you know it doesn't really look good on crypto yeah well you know i mean i just a lot of people love to hear especially the haters right they want to jump all over that that it's the oh, same it's, it's the same thing with anything you know like it's just crypto didn't it's need so it. tiring all the shit but Whatever. 
Crypto's bigger than it, I guess, but... Our dog. Oh. She could do with a hundred grand. For her medical bills, Vince. Our dog. You know our dog. A hundred grand? Oh, she could easily get through that. She's got cancer. I like dogs. <laughs> I do. I like dogs. I got no problem. She wouldn't go through a hundred. She'd go through about ten grand pretty quick. Oh, chemo would be twenty for a dog. Well, we're not giving the dog chemo. The no. pet industry is the, the farm. The farm option is much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, it is. She went to the farm to chase sheep. I had a lot of dogs as kids that went to the farm. <laughs> Could never visit them. No. But a lot of dogs went to the. Yeah. I live in Owen Sound, if anybody knows this from listening to us, and we got our first Starbucks in Owen Sound. Owen Sound, Ontario, Canada, if someone who wants to put it on Google Maps. Yes, we have a <laughs> Starbucks, which doesn't seem like a big deal to most people in the world, but it's a town of about 20,000 people, and we just never had gotten one before. Yeah. It has been lined up pretty much since it opened. When did it open? Ooh, I want to say sometime on Friday. Is that lined up with people looking for a job or people? No, lined up with people going into it. Like I was out and about today at 1.30 on a Tuesday and the drive-thru was lined up. It was funny because I was talking with Carrie. We were talking about Starbucks and she posed a question which I was kind of curious about is, that, do you think there's at all a possibility that property values of an area would go up because you put a Starbucks in it? Sorry, they put it in front of the Loblaws and beside the liquor store. Okay, so it's kind of becoming a retail center. I don't think in that area necessarily. That's already a good part of town. Yeah. That's yeah. the shopping yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks bring people to town? If you were considering moving to a town, would you not move to a town because it didn't have a Starbucks? Ooh, that's a very tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's hard in Canada because Tim Hortons, I feel, has Monopoly. They used to. You think? Uh, They're so shit now. It's just they people go there because they don't have any choice. When when Tim Hortons was uh, sort of, you know, privately owned, sure, when, you know, Ron Joyce owned Tim Hortons, who, actually, speaking of Tim Hortons, Ron Joyce passed away a few weeks ago. Okay. It's interesting watching Starbucks, though, because, like, my kids have been. It's good there, right? The quality's good. It's just, it's very pricey. It is expensive. So if you go every day, it's, you know, you need to have a pretty decent income coming in. <laughs> Depends what you buy, right? So I think it's just another another one of those uh, avenues that people are going to go more broke on. And better that than alcohol, I guess. It, it's the classic, right? With, if you look at any, like, money-saving tips, they say, cut out your daily latte. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. Um, well, because a latte there is five bucks, right? That's right. For I mean, it's latte. not a huge amount. Just adds up if you go. It's an easy way to save by not. Oh, well, I think yeah, and a lot of people that live, you know, in big metropolitan cities, they have like coffee breaks and outings like edible. I think it's over ten dollars a day that is just spent on coffee and stuff. I never thought Owen Sound would get one. I always bet against it. I always said it would never happen, but. There's one there now. So there you go. Civilization's coming to town. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if people would move to a place because it's got a Starbucks no, or not to a place because it doesn't. It may influence their decision. Well, I, I think the latter, maybe. Really? 
It's like, oh, there's a Starbucks. Okay, it's not so bad. I'll maybe... Yeah, I guess. Gentrification. Yeah, I was just curious about Starbucks. Thought it posed an interesting question. But, you know, the the Tim Hortons in Owensan was always pretty busy, at least uh, the ones I was at at the time, so... Tim Hort- I, I would say Tim Hortons. Yeah, Tim Hortons it did is, very well in Owen Sound. I think the coffee culture in Owen Sound is quite significant. Yeah, but like we said, they, you know, if you've ever been to Tim Hortons over the years, they've really slid. Yeah. I don't know. I think in some way that Tim Hortons might be perceived as a, a healthy lunch compared yes. to your options. Compared to your fast food, yeah, it I'm is. I'm just not so sure that rings as true as it is perceived to be. But I would agree with you. It's not. I think it just seems to be healthy. I do like, I did like their sandwiches. The uh, what did we get there? The turkey, the, the turkey, bacon, turkey club. bacon club. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little pricey, but I don't know. lately I just haven't got it. But I don't know. There's options there, I guess. But to be honest, a lot of the good things about Tim Hortons was you could go in quickly and get your stuff and you're gone. But yeah. now with all the food options, it's you never know who you're going to get in line. You can't race through. It's not as fast as McDonald's. Anymore. McDonald's has revolutionized the speed of service. You know, there's just not that many of them, though. Yeah. Right. They're not in every corner. They're not in every gas station. But the sad thing about Tim Hortons is they dominated, and everything else got taken out. Yeah. Especially when it comes to donuts, and now, you know, the sacrilege level of <laughs> the level of sacrilege of calling a Tim Hortons donut an actual donut oh they're a bowl. because they took everyone else out there's yep. no there's no place to get a good donut mm-hmm. sure not healthy at all but if you'd like a good donut you, you know you have a really hard time finding something around yeah. anymore well I think it was like I think it was almost 10 15 years ago they stopped making their own donuts you know, and I guess now people just forget. They don't even know what a donut, a good donut tastes like sure. anymore. We went to one of the fast food restaurant chains today for lunch, and uh, we were looking at the calorie count. We were blown away by what had the highest calorie count on their menu. And this is a burger place, right? So they've got cheeseburgers, double no cheeseburgers, shake? chicken sandwiches. Um, they got your wraps. They got it all. Milkshake with Okay, it? so give us three options to guess. Okay, a double cheeseburger. Listen to you. You're not even letting get a chicken wrap. Okay. Or a hot dog with chili. Okay, so the obvious answer is chicken wrap because it doesn't seem to make that much sense. What do they just shoot it full of like Caesar dressing or something? The the chi- the, uh, the only thing we could really know they all had cheese on them, and this is all before you put any condiments on them. It was breaded chicken. You somehow fried. More than a double. Two hundred and fifty calories more. Like what, considerably, how many calories all in? the chicken wrap I remember looking at was almost eighteen hundred and eighty calories. You know, you don't quote. Uh, yeah, this isn't three thousand the daily? No, two thousand. Oh, full days worth of meals. Might as well just take a syringe of clarified butter and just inject it in your butt. You can probably Google it, can't you? I'm doing it right now. Yeah, it's it's a chicken wrap, and I, it had the most. I'm not sure on the eighteen hundred, but it had the most. I know milkshakes are very calorific. Well, um, just pure cream. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's that just general assumption, right? If mm-hmm. you have chicken, it's healthier. It. But if it's breaded and deep fried, it's probably bad. 
Well, there's a huge misconception that, you know, even white meat is more healthy for you than dark meat. Doesn't the dark meat doesn't the dark meat have more fat in it? It's higher fat but greater iron content. Ultimately none of them are good for you. <laughs> no, well, no, chicken, no chicken's not bad for you. I mean none of, protein. None, none of the things in, in moderation are bad for you. In moderation, yes. Yeah, you know, chicken, poultry, that kind of thing are lower in saturated fats which are bad for you. So if you ate a beef burger every day you probably wouldn't feel that great. <laughs> yeah, everything in moderation is fine. Get rid of the saturated fat. You need fat. Yeah. Well, and no, and you get a, you get enough of it though. It yeah. depends what your diet is. Mm. If it's water and lettuce, then no. Well, sure, but... No, some people don't. Eat a ton of fat? No, I mean, I I do, I consciously try to, but but I, because I, I like butter, that's my one weakness, but I, well, it's not weakness, I just like butter. I don't eat a ton, a ton of saturated fats. No, nobody tries to. You you but do, well, they are included in almost well, everything you no, eat. No, I don't drink. We are definitely better if we only ever ate fruits and vegetables and grains. No, if we I'm if not. we never touched meat, we'd be much better. I do, I'll tell you an interesting fact, though. I suffer from an interesting disorder called carotinemia. You don't like carrots? No. I eat, I eat, because I eat a lot of fruit and vegetables, my skin goes yellow. Orange-yellow. It's an orange-yellow. Right, okay. It's too much beta-carotene, so she I takes have on the shade of a carrot. Yeah. So there is a point at which... For the majority of the world, if they ate more vegetables, they would be a lot healthier. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I think the world I, knows I, that. I 100 yeah. agree with that statement. But I'm also saying that I eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. <laughs> yeah. and my skin has gone orange. Do, do you stop eating it because your skin goes orange? I've been to the doctor about it. What'd they say? They did tests. And is that the only bad thing you get? It's unsightly. I wouldn't say... Well, fair I mean, enough. Fair enough. But is that it? It is reversible. It but, I'm, go away. but I do really enjoy eat particularly fruits. I just like eating fruits and vegetables. Right. I just enjoy the way that that makes me feel. And it's it, that's a healthy... Sure. That's appreciation. But, yeah, so it's a balance, right? You must be a very small percentage of people that it happens to, though. Yes. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Generally, the rest of the world really needs to start eating. Yeah, no, I... That's nothing new. Yeah, it's not new. That's really... That's, that's no, new. I was 10 years old and I knew that. Yeah. And everyone was saying that. It doesn't change. But most people just like to eat what they like to eat. Yeah. Despite the fact that they know it's not the best choice. Am I, I a vegetarian now? I eat a lot more than I used to. No, I'm not a vegetarian. But I do <laughs> eat a lot more than I ever have. Well, why aren't you full vegetarian? Because it, I enjoy meat. Yeah, but don't you know you'd be a lot better off if you just ate vegetables? No, no, I'd be a lot better off if I ate more than I ate. <laughs> well, the idea is to eat more, right? I don't need to eat more. Same reason if you'd be better off if you exercised a little more. You don't need to exercise every day, but if you just exercise a little bit more... They do recommend every day. <laughs> no, we don't recognize every day. Yeah, an they, hour do day rec- they do recommend every day, Vince. <laughs> well, I... Sorry about that. I, 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 they don't know who they're recommending to. Yeah, but you know... Well, they're recommending to everyone, but they know yeah. that that's not... Getting in and out of your car counts, that's exercise. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Walking to the store. And, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you wonder what they classify as exercise anymore, right? 
raising your heartbeat above 100 beats per minute. That's what they classify as, as exercise. And getting into your car is not doing that. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do it. It is a good well, yeah, but I, I see, I think you're wrong. Because you don't count the other things as being non-exercise. That way nobody will ever do anything. What do you mean? Well, if a guy never parked in the back parking spot of the of the place he works and walks up to the front door as opposed to parking closer to the front door, he is still exercising. He's getting a couple extra steps. I didn't say that wasn't exercise. But you've got to do an hour a day of that. You just have to do a little bit more of it. That's what they I think people just, everybody just needs to start doing a little bit more of everything that's better for them. <laughs> Sounds like you got all the answers, buddy. But are you going to exercise more? Are you going to break out that John Lennon Give Peace a Chance song now? Or? Yeah, we should all exercise more. We should all eat better. But like you say, you've known that situation. Drink less. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's the reason I exercise is because I drink and I somehow justify it. I can drink this much because I exercise. There you go. Yeah, you know, that's, it's justifying it. First gym I ever joined had a bar in it. You ever seen that? I'm just trying to think if I have seen that. Probably. I'm sure there is in England. It was a Nautilus. One of the very first Nautilus when he, before he started Good Life. Patch Evans had the very first one in London. And it had a bar in it. Wouldn't that be nice? I, we used to go and do our workout and go up and sit in the bar and have a beer after. I would do that. Definitely. Yeah, I think it took a lot of flack over that. I think I'd actually be more inclined to go to the gym if there was a bar in it. Like, most of the big hotels you see all have gyms and a bar, right? It just happens yeah. to be beside it, not of the gym. But Yeah, that's true. They got, yes. I mean, it makes sense, right? You go to do your workout after work, and then yeah. you go take a shower, and then you come out and go to the bar and meet someone for a drink. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, I think, would prefer just the bar and the gym because it's easy, close and easy and probably not too expensive. But I mean, I guess you go to a bar for ambience, too, if, depending on what you're looking for. But in Toronto, you could probably, there's probably a nice bar right next door yes. to any exactly. one of them anyways. Very, right. so it's, Very true. You just walk a couple steps and you're already in a bar. Well, thanks for coming out, everybody. I hope, I hope we got enough to put a show together here and uh, we don't make <laughs> things too challenging for Libby. Um, yeah, it's been enough week, down week. So yeah, we're just we chilling. got a pretty shit. But week. I think we got an interview coming up next week. We've been a, a bit lackadaisical, I think, is, might be the term in the last oh, I, too, but. Yeah, life's gotten in the way. That's true enough. Yeah. Anyways, right. winter's over soon, so. Days are longer. Yeah. Good night. Nicer things are coming. Have a good night, everybody. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.